Hello, welcome to the latest edition of the OSU Sports Extra podcast. I'm Patrick Prince, joined as always by Kelly Hines, our Oklahoma State beat writer. Uh, Kelly, so it's been almost a week since OSU opened on Thursday with a season opening win. Um, which, now that you've had kind of a week to sleep on this, what, what's, what's the number one takeaway from that game? I think going into the game, the, the biggest question marks were on defense. So I think the biggest takeaway would probably be um, regarding that side of the ball. I think it's that things are still a work in progress. And um, I think like Mike Gundy said, you just, you need experience, um, not just for the players in different roles, but it's a different um, defensive coordinator. And that takes some time to get used to during games. So um, not necessarily any negatives, um, just that it, it it's going to take a little bit of time. And I, I think anyone with common sense would probably realize that. But um, I think that there were some good things. There were some things that they obviously need to work on, but you don't necessarily know what you need to work on until you play a game. So um, they got, you know, they had that game played and, and they uh, left with, with film that they're like, okay, we need to communicate better. We need to tackle better. We need to do these things better. So obviously that's what the, the focus has been on. So, now granted, to be fair, we, we, we only have a sample size of, of one game, so let, let's be fair. Uh, but just watching the game Thursday, do you get a sense that, hey, once they figure this out, they're going to be pretty good or what? Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on your definition of pretty good. I mean, the defense was so good last year. I think it's going to be yes. tough to get to that level. But um, the one thing that kind of stands out to me about, um, you know, being back around this program is that bar is so high on defense now. Um, and that's, I think that's good that it's there, but it, it, that can be difficult to achieve, but it's something to strive for, for sure. So um, I think, I think this defense has a chance to be good, maybe not that good, but um, you saw some glimpses of things. Um, Mason Cobb, you know, did really well in the first drive. Um, Kendall Daniels didn't start the game, but um, had some really good moments, had, had his, his first interception. Um, really just, you know, you saw, you saw things that, um, they can build on. And then you saw also, you know, in the fourth quarter when, when their second, third, third string guys out there, there, there can be a little bit of a drop off, but those guys don't have experience either. So um, it was revealing in, in that way that, you know, you, you may, um, there may be some good things to come from this team if, if, if things um, quickly, um, you know, go on that trajectory. You figure they got a couple of weeks to figure it out before, before going to Waco, right? I mean, yeah, but this this game, you know, this week is you, you don't know exactly how that's going to go. As as Mike Gundy pointed out, you know, Arizona State had a, a fairly easy opponent in Week One and and um, seemed to be pretty conservative with what it put out there. Um, probably in anticipation for this game, a little bit of strategy there to, to not show everything. So I don't know that. OSU has a, a really good feel for Arizona State, and, and that makes this game, you know, a, a little bit of a risk. Yeah, other than their head coach, what do we know about them? You know, I think uh, along with their head coach comes a lot of NFL influence, so they do things a little bit differently, I think. Um, it's hard to really point to, like, one thing, but it, it just it doesn't look like a traditional college football team and, and, and some of um, their schemes and just different, different ways they approach it. Um, Dual threat quarterback, um, Emory Jones, who transferred from Florida. Um, he doesn't put up just like these obscene numbers, but he he can hurt you with his legs if, if you don't get to him. So, um, you know, good players at skill positions, but the Pac-12 team, it's not going to probably put up a ton of yards, a lot of points. Um, 
just kind of solid um, defensively. Um, it's an athletic team with talent and um, you don't really know everything that, that they're about to this point. So it's a little bit of an unknown. So do you think, I mean, give me a sense of what type of matchup you expect. I mean, is this going to be tougher than Central Michigan? Yes. I think it's just a different sort of challenge. I don't think it'll be as tough a test for the defense as that game was because okay. um, Jim McElwain, that, that's an offensive guy. I mean, he was the OC at, at Alabama. Like he's, he's a really good offensive guy. And so that they did some things in that game that were different from what they'd seen from Central Michigan before. And I think um, the second half just was kind of not, not necessarily indicative of, of what a normal type game would be. Um, the first game of the season is, is just, you don't know what you're getting. So um, I think this will be, it's kind of hard to predict what this is going to look like, but I, I feel like the matchup that I'm interested in is probably OSU's defense, OSU's offense against Arizona State's defense because they have some playmakers on defense. And, um, you know, even though OSU's offense is probably a lot different from what they typically face, um, they've had plenty of time for, to prepare for that because OSU's offense is what they did last year. And um, probably given the schedule, the way it was set up during the preseason, OSU might be a team that they were preparing for um, dealing with their offense. So um, I think that's that's what I'm most interested to see. So where did John Paul Richardson come from? So uh, OSU um, just got in on him early and then um, – you know, Mike Gundy said that he thought that the numbers that um, JP, you know, his speed, his, his 40 time, um, that people maybe didn't believe he was as fast as he was. Because, you know, you see that sometimes with, with high school kids, you know, they, they may claim to run something, but until you're there and see them, you don't really know how fast they are. And so um, they, uh, you know, established a relationship with, with JP's dad and um, they were in on him early, um, basically like uncovered him. And then I think late in the process, um, other schools probably got involved, but um, he's just a very, um, he's fast and he's talented, but he's very intelligent. And he just has that something else that you need in a player like him. Like, it's hard to even describe what, what it is. I guess it's just like a clutchness or something. I don't know. He's just really um, seeing him, you know, just in, in one game, make one big play. Um, kind of like validates everything that you've heard about him to this point. Cause I didn't see him up close, you know, last season, but um, he has a ton of ability and he's really fun to watch. And he's just one piece of it for OSU. I mean, the, the, the depth that they have now um, that experience at receiver, the experience is just, I mean, that's so different from what it was last year. They have no experience. They just had young guys. And, you know, Jaden Bray, you know, hasn't he didn't even play in the first game. And you add him in, they're just um, multiple weapons with, with Brandon Presley. And, I mean, John Paul Richardson is is up there, too. I mean, and Braden Johnson, he had a good game um, in his return after not playing um, most of the last season. So um, kind of reminds me of, of um, OSU teams in the past that just had multiple options at receiver maybe one stands out above the others, you know, in previous years and then what it is now, which I think you're going to see it spread around more, um, but just a lot of talent there. Yeah. So, so his performance wasn't 
out of the blue for you. That, that that's kind of what we're we're going to see from him this year. Oh yeah, I think so for sure. But yeah, it might be a little bit different. Um, you know, when Jaden Bray is back. Um, but I think I think you're you're going to see a lot of JP, and it's going to go really well for him. He's just that type of player. But um, it will be, I think, somewhat unpredictable. Um, just just how many catches they all end up with because there's so many options. So the offense was incredibly productive on Thursday. Anything, did you see anything you didn't like? No, I wouldn't say that. Um, I wanted to see, you know, more from the run game, but just that that was just how the game went because what Central Michigan was doing on defense. So that was really the only thing that I, I wanted to see. But, you know, DeAndre Jackson is is dealing with a, a transcript issue and, and he's he wasn't available last week. So um, most likely won't be available this week. Um, did see a spin move from Ollie Gordon that was like, okay, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, but, you know, he didn't have that many carries. So um, Zach Middleton, our guy, you know, scored a touchdown, which was great to see. Um, just, you know, you wanted to see that get established, but it wasn't really, there wasn't an opportunity for that. So um, that's something that, you know, I, I, I want to see more of, if possible, this week, like, like that means anything I want to see that but you know what I'm saying um it's 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 some it's one of the storylines of the preseason and so um when you get to a game you're you're just like oh I'd like to see that happen and then it just doesn't sure uh did anything come out of uh Mike Gundy's press conference that we, we need to talk about oh that was so long ago um it was two days ago um I, his comments on the college football playoff expansion um, were really interesting to me because that's the sort of stuff that Mike Gundy is the, maybe not like exactly like that, but he's really good talking about topics like that big picture or um, national scene type stuff. And I'm just so used to hearing coaches say, oh, I think, I think this is going to be great for college football. Whatever happens, they're like, that's going to be great. You know, and Mike Gundy's like, I don't care what other people think or whatever anyone else has to say. Um, if he doesn't like something, he, he's going to say it. So he was not as fired up about um, the expansion to 12 teams because kind of makes it sound like he doesn't think 12 teams would be capable of winning. And it, it diminishes the, in his mind, the value of, of, um, every regular season game, um, if there are more teams allowed in, and that's what kind of makes college football special and not like college basketball, um, a sport that, you know, most people don't watch early in the year. So, um, he made some really good points that I hadn't really considered. And, um, that's what continues to impress me about him is he just has perspective that is so different, um, because he had a lot of success as, a player as an assistant and as a head coach and he's been around the same program for so long that um people you know should listen to his opinion so um and now he you know has a son playing college football so I think he just he just has um really good um knowledge to work from and maybe people don't always consider him to be the most intelligent person but um he actually seems to to really have um a high iq about these things that he talks about yeah it's it's the great thing about mike gundy he's on like well you you said it a minute ago he's fairly forthcoming on topics like this on big picture topics he's 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 interesting he's always interesting how about that he always has yeah, 
he tries to discredit himself at times. He's like, what do I know? I don't know anything. But like, he actually does know what he's talking about. And, you know, I, he always says, in my opinion, and I'm like, but your, your opinion has value. Like, don't discredit it because that's just your opinion. Like his opinion, um, maybe it doesn't, maybe the opinion of one person doesn't ultimately matter because like you said, it comes down to money. But I think when someone like him has something to say, like people should listen. Um, because I mean, I, I didn't mean to make it sound like he's not intelligent. Like I, I feel like he is, he just, um, like, I think goes to links to, to hide that a little bit when he's like, Oh, I don't know. Anything. You know, he just, uh, kind of backs off of it sometimes. Like when, when you're like, Oh, and he's like, Oh, but I, what do I know? You know, he's just, uh, he tries to conceal that a little bit, but um, I think being around college football for so long and, and, you know, literally playing a role in whatever percentage of program victories, it's really high. Um, I just think that that, um, that perspective that he has um, is, is really valuable, um, not just within the state and the region, but I think nationally. Yeah, 100%. Anything else on your mind today? Um, are there any TV shows to talk about? We can always talk about TV shows. We, uh, um, we've debated comedies a little bit. Let's uh, let's let's change change lanes here. How do we feel about Yellowstone? I have not watched it. I haven't really watched TV in the last five years. So um, if it shows before that, I had a little bit more time on my hands. Okay, then that's I'm, I realize it's football season and all that goes with that. But that's after, your... after football season, I'll get on that. I don't know if you can wait. I don't, really, I don't really watch dramas or anything because, like, if I'm going to watch TV, I want it to be like mindless and something I really, other than these conversations, I won't think about later. Um, and it's just like um, a distraction for like you know half an hour, and then you move on from it, and then something may remind you of it, or you like you know chuckle at something later, but you're not like lying awake like oh my gosh that that was so crazy like you don't really think about it that's what I like all right fair enough I, I'm I watch a little some tv that I won't admit to watching but in that same vein just mindless you I mean know. you you used to watch keeping up with the Kardashians so I did. I did I mean I used to too but then you just get okay. the point that you're like this is terrible but to, okay but to be fair well, maybe this, there may be no covering this up, but at the very beginning, it was about, you know, they weren't, they weren't stars. Yeah, that's right. And that's what made it um, kind of interesting was seeing their lives, how crazy they were for people who weren't even really at that time, like household names. And then it, I think that's when it became less appealing to me was when they were like famous, like their lives, like weren't that interesting anymore. Like, we get it. Um, you have a lot of money. You don't have traditional jobs. Let's say that. Um, like that's not that interesting after a while. But, but just, yeah, I. They just. They, I, there are there are times when I just like felt sorry for them. I really so, always felt sorry for Chloe, but she's got it going on. That I wouldn't say the most, but she's got it going on now. I think she's the most interesting. Yeah, uh, I definitely. Uh, always felt like she had the best personality, and. I always thought that she was completely beautiful, but you could always tell that she felt a little bit, um, not left out, but just different. And that that kind of held her back. Like she didn't have that confidence like the others had. And she found that confidence and she seems to be in a good place despite all of the terrible things that have happened to her. 
Well, when I first tuned in, it was to watch, you know, this former Olympic champion be navigate being a stepfather to this sometimes wild group of women that included his wife. Like that was the draw for me, like was Bruce Jenner, this yeah. guy who knew who he was and read about, but didn't really know. Anyway, that, that's what got me. But I think, I think that was a big part of what made this story intriguing was just the different pieces of it and trying to see how it all fit together. And I enjoyed those early seasons for that because, you know, they, they would always come around with each other for the most part, like early on, like there'd be some weird things and then they'd always come back around and, you know, maybe that's scripted. Maybe that's a lot of editing. It's probably a lot of that stuff, but it was a good product early on. I, I can't watch it now. I, I haven't, it's, I haven't. On, it's on Hulu now, I think. It, it is. Yeah. I, I, I kind of TV experts over here. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know much about it, but I'm going to talk about it. One thing we've learned here, we've lost all credibility in anything we're talking about for what we're now that we've gone down the Kardashians lane. I brought it up. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Well, I could have derailed you, but I just jumped. I mean, right what people don't understand is this is a conversation that we would be having. Like all of this is something we would be talking about regardless yes. of whether we are on this podcast. Like, I'm pretty sure we've, we've had conversations like this before. So that is correct. That is correct. All right. Which well, is unfortunately, some people might be listening to it. Yeah. So, well, well, you know, if you watched Yellowstone, we could have talked about that. We, we, I'm sorry. Um, next time, can we talk about Gilmore Girls? Or okay, I did watch that. We can talk about that. Okay. Okay. Great. Oh, I was, yeah. Uh, great. I'm a fan of great writing, and that show is great writing. Yeah, Plus, I'll it just it got weird there in the middle, and then the last season. We, we, that's another week. Yeah, next week, Breaking Down the Gilmore Girls. That'll be my headline, next week, Breaking Down the Gilmore Girls. Uh, but seriously, watch Yellowstone. It's really great. All right, so Kelly, what's that? I'll get right on that. All right, it's it's so good. It's so good. All right, so Kelly and I will be uh, coming at you every Wednesday. We're uh, free to download on Google, Apple, and Spotify. We will do our best to stay on topic next time, but make no promises. Uh, thank you for uh, listening. And uh, Kelly, we'll talk next week. Sounds good. I'll see you.